Hey guys, welcome to our Disney market mini series here at the short term show. Make sure you like and subscribe. We're doing a 10 episode deep dive on not only this market, but all of our markets. So definitely check those out, like and subscribe to those the short term show short term rental management show. We got a lot of shows out there for you guys that hopefully uh, you guys are finding helpful. So uh, a couple things that I want to hit before we go into it is if you are looking for current purchase prices or current income numbers, we have those on our website at the shorttermshop.com. So be sure to check that out. Also, if you're looking to just hang out, learn some things from some other short-term rental investors, we've got you. You can join our Facebook group with us and 60,000 of our closest investor friends where we just hang out and talk about short-term rental investing all day. Same title as my book, Short-Term Rental, Long-Term Wealth. Also like and subscribe on YouTube to the Short-Term Shop channel. Also like us on Instagram at the Short-Term Shop. If you guys have any questions, if you're ready to maybe buy a property in one of our 20 markets and learn how to manage it from us for free, you can hit us at agents at the shorttermshop.com or literally any of the other avenues that I gave you right before that. So let's get to it. Showtime, here we go, number four. We're gonna talk about how much it's gonna cost me to keep this thing floating, man. Expenses, uh, short-term show special episodes. We are in Orlando, we are with Holly, we are with Wade, and it is great to be in your presence. Um, let's get right into it. Let's talk about the normal nuts and bolts of uh, how much it costs to keep a house running on simple stuff like um, electric bills, cable bills, internet. Now, of course, that seems to be a little bit different in your market than... Uh, the average market, but uh, Holly, what am I looking at there as far as if I want to put something on a spreadsheet? You know, how much can I expect uh, an electric bill? Or is it in the HOA sometimes? You know, that kind of thing. That's a great question. Yeah, a lot of them are included. If there are certain things that HOAs will cover, um, a lot of them for your townhomes, you'll get uh, the cable and internet included, which then you do have to go with a company that they provide for the most part, but there may be different levels of services. But a lot of times if, uh, that would be included in your HOA dues. Um, Lawn service, if you have a townhome, is customary. They also usually take care of the roofs and paint. So those are like CapEx expenses that you don't have to figure in that you may with other, like with the, with the larger single family homes, because like an HOA doesn't cover a roof on a single family home. But other than that, yes, everybody has electricity bill, pool cleaning. You definitely want to have uh, your pool maintained, um, exterminators, just, just your regular upkeep. Sorry, Wade. Uh, so. first Wait, how much is my electric bill on a four bedroom house? Yeah. So for some actual dollars too, um, I would say off square footage, a four bedroom home that's a townhouse is probably going to be between 180 to 250, maybe 300 bucks. It's going to depend on the time of year. I usually will say it's going to be about 30 to $40 per 500 square feet. Um, so if I'm 1,500 square feet, about 150 bucks is probably going to be my average um, a, a month. Now, during the high months, it can sometimes get an extra $100 in there. But for most of the year, it's going to be around $30 to $40 per 500 square feet, um, depending on the home being a single family or townhouse. Now, for a water bill, I would say it's about $30 per bedroom. So if you have a three-bedroom, your water bill is probably going to be about $100 to $150. Um, yeah. And if you've got a pool, maybe a little bit higher because you're having to fill yeah. up the pool a little bit more. Yeah. Right. HOA ever cover uh, water or no? In some condos, yes. So if you're in a condo area, 
then it's possible you'll get your water covered for you. But for the most part, a lot of our market is townhouses and single family. They don't cover beyond the the exterior of the home. So if you have a water bill, that's on you. Um, if you have electric, propane is a possibility, um, but they still don't cover that. It's your own utility bill. Is there a choice? Do I have a choice between internet providers, or is it usually the same one? Ooh, in, not really. In some of the, in, it, it, that's dependent also on certain HOAs. They have if they're providing the cable and the internet, they have companies that they've contracted with, and that's the only ones you can use. In a residential neighborhood, you may have some more choices. Okay, and how much is the internet going to run me for? Uh, say five hundred megabits per second or something. Give free. Or take. It's always free. If you're in an HOA, um, for the most part, uh, you can pay to have it bumped up if you ever want something that's higher. But I think I get um, a gig and my Wi-Fi is free. It's great. <laughs> so Orlando has got great for, Wi-Fi. If it's not offered, then I average about 100. I figure 100, 150. Yeah. If you're like yeah, in a residential would- neighborhood. So if you're not inside an HOA, um, 100, 150 is a good dollar. Are you seeing people get cable or are we, we're completely over that at this point? I'm over it. Um, all my homes are Wi-Fi. I, I don't offer cable in any of them. It's just, I scrapped them. Yeah, uh, Holly, I think you, you've got homes in other markets too. Did you do the same with uh, your homes here? In my other markets, I don't have cable here. I do. Yeah. You just run with it's it easier with the for HOA. the kids. Um, the kids. Uh, yeah. And it came with the HOA. So why not? And it's easier for the kids to scroll through morning cartoons and things like that. And without parents having to hook up to um, some of the streaming. But other than that, yeah, it's all it's all streaming. I'll, I'll have to look into that. We've got a difference of opinion there. <laughs> so. But I mean, different things for different guests all the time. It's just different yeah. ways of. Yeah, I agree. I agree to a certain extent. I think we've gone so far in the other direction with the anti-cable thing that maybe there is an opportunity there for a. Now again, all the old school hosts still have it, you know, the verbo only type people. Uh, but if you've got like so, you know, you get so many of these new hip hosts that are like, oh, we don't have cable. It's so stupid. You know, it's like the vibe. Uh, man, it's so cheap now. You know, for 30 bucks a month or 50 bucks a month, maybe it's worth it for one or two guests to enjoy. I like, don't know. Like, who always, like you've said many times, once you get once or once or twice from a guest, you need to start looking into it. And when yeah. you get two or three gentlemen who can't get a game on. That's what I was about to find, say that. Yep, so no, I'm like, you know what? Screw it. I'm paying $20 a month. Get that so they can have whatever local. Yep. No, because so games I, are a big deal. I have an app on my Roku TVs, oh, so boy. that's how I get around. Yeah. <laughs> so. Well, I use YouTube I TV, too, but you know, yeah. and, and they're really going to have pretty much every game anyway. As a matter of fact, I have an easier time of finding games now. But again, there's certain people that don't know how that works or can't figure it out. So uh, maybe we're maybe we're back to offering cable again. It's it's all come full circle. Who knows? But. Uh, um, what about um? What about gas? Is that is that even a thing? Do you guys have uh, natural gas being piped into homes there? It's rare. It's definitely rare. So some very select communities will offer gas specifically for pool heat, but it's not common. The only time you'll ever really consistently see it is if someone took the time to put in a propane tank because they wanted gas for a specific item inside the home, which is not common. So we'll see. And it. definitely not in HOAs because I don't yeah. even know if HOAs would allow that. Most, so you're, oh, sorry, go ahead. Most everything's electric. Yep. Electric water heater, electric uh, dryer and electric stoves. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. makes perfect sense because most of the time, the well, where gas is most beneficial is is for heat, and uh, and it doesn't really get that cold where you guys are, you know. So I can't imagine it's something that's a necessity, uh, uh, being down there in mid Florida, um, and uh, maintenance. Uh, what about when something breaks? Um, and uh, and how do I how do I? Uh, well, we'll talk about hiring and firing in a later episode, but. Um, what can I expect? Uh, I guess last last Holly last uh, maintenance call you had just a typical handyman gig. <laughs> what are they getting for an hour or that kind of thing? That's a great question. Um, I think you I, just remodeled your home, didn't you? You probably don't have all that much maintenance. I I don't. Um, it's it's like every market you're going to be doing some finagling and trying to find the right one, but it's yeah. still not that difficult. I mean, I'm sorry. I don't, I, my last experience, my last experience was not great. So (laughs) yeah, well, and and it depends on what it is. And also if you have, I do have cleaners that are really good. And so sometimes they have, uh, someone, I want to hear the story. What what happened on their staff that can, no, no, no. And someone on their staff that can, um, help and step in if it's something minor, you know, you want to, the little minor things, hopefully your cleaning crew or someone has the boots, boots on the ground, whatever that, resources that you can do that. And then the larger ones, like say if it's HVAC, then you would hire out an HVAC company, things like that. So Holly doesn't want to tell her bad uh, handyman story and I don't blame her. Uh, What were you going to say, Wade? (laughs) So for me, I have a 50, my cleaners kind of run a little bit of my maintenance for me. Um, Anything that requires a screwdriver or more than that is when I bring in a handyman of around 50 to 150 bucks, a, a re, like a, replacing a garbage disposal is about a hundred bucks. Um, so I will say for Orlando handyman wise, because so many people have the licensing and stuff here, handyman expenses can be a little more expensive here than what I would see in my other markets where we also own. So be prepared for that. Same thing also kind of comes up with cleaners, um, but fifty to one hundred fifty bucks for general task is usually what I'll see. Mm-hmm. Okay, and you, and you uh, want like you've said before too. You want to accumulate. You know, get a list of your small things. Don't have your handyman out for every single thing. Right. Be, be smart. Be smart yeah, about what, it, and, and it'll keep your cost down. List of four, five, six items. You don't want to send a handyman every single time something's leaking or breaking or whatever. You know, yeah. I mean. Uh, it's just like long-term rental, you know, it, 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 it's best to get, you know, a honeydew list going on. Uh, you yeah, mentioned cleaners there, uh, Wade. Um, how much my, uh, you know, let's take a number of bedrooms and a typical uh, price for a cleaner. Obviously that's going to change over time. Everything's going up out there, but at the time of this recording, uh, you know, typical uh, cleaning expenses, give or take. We're all over the place here in the Orlando market. I wish we were more consistent. Um on a three bed, my three bed can be anywhere between one twenty five and two twenty five. So it, it can be about fifty bucks a bedroom, maybe a little more than that um, in some situations. But it goes off of what they provide. So if they're providing things like toiletries, paper towels, coffee pods, I have a full stock coffee bar that my cleaner does everything for, and it's like espresso maker, filters, everything like that. Um, we have some people that provide things like uh, uh, waffle makers and uh, like a waffle station kind of stuff. If they provide those items, it can be another 50 bucks a clean. So that's something to be prepared for. And then I would say in the high end, we probably get, once you get to about eight bedrooms, um, we cap out around 450, I would say on a clean, you might find someone that's charging an outrageous amount beyond that. But I would say 450 is about our peak dollar on 
homes of the higher end eight bedroom size. Wonderful. Um, uh, as far as uh, let's go back to the handyman type stuff, although I want to move it to the exterior of the home. Obviously, we don't have any uh, snow removal, so that's cool. But uh, what about landscaping? Um, is HOA going to cover the, uh, landscaping or am I hiring that out? Uh, third party. It's usually free here. So if you're inside one of our resorts, most of the exterior is covered. Pretty much landscaping, clearing walkways, trimming trees, all that kind of stuff. You Sometimes you have to request, like if there's a tree branch growing over your pool screen, that kind of stuff. Um, you have to request for it to be trimmed back. But a lot of that's free inside these HOAs, which is what makes them so worth it, is you don't have to have the headache of managing all that. Right. And then if, if it's not, if it's in like what I call residential looking neighborhood, then 50 to 150 just depends on how much you want them doing each month mm-hmm. and how many visits you want You know, yeah. for lawn mowing, uh, trimming, things like that. Weekly service. Once you do weekly service, I usually see prices drop here, which is kind of interesting. Um, but yeah, 50 to 150, depending on the size of the yard. Right on. Cool. Um, have you seen where the HOA is not doing quite the job you want them to? So you uh, subsidize with somebody else, or is that maybe not even allowed? Not really. These guys, the the yeah, thing that I have with HOAs is if they run over like a sprinkler head, that kind of stuff, where you have to request with the HOA, like, hey, come come out, fix the sprinkler head. Um, and your guest will tell you, hey, the sprinkler head popped or something like that. But yeah. I I don't think I've seen an overgrown yard in an HOA ever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're so, on it. They're yeah. on it. They pay the my big bucks is, to the big companies. My thing is just, just again, is always don't overthink it. You know, a lot of people are like, oh my gosh, how am I going to figure out how much this thing's going to cost me? And it's honestly a lot like the house you live in, in many ways, right? So you live in a, you know, anybody watching or listening to this, you live in a house. Electric bill is going to be probably pretty similar to what it would be in a rental property. Now, the reason this even comes up in short term rental is because it doesn't come up in long-term rental. Long-term, your guests, your tenants are, most of the time, your tenants are going to pay the electric bill and the water bill and their own cable, their own internet, um, et cetera. So uh, it it is a little more stressful. Let me, let me put it that way. When you're, when you're getting into short-term, it is, you know, it can be nerve wracking. Oh my goodness. All these things that all these expenses um, and especially, you know, if you, if you do have, uh, long-term rental experience. It's a whole new thing. But if you do have long-term rental experience, I mean, it's really quite a very simple process to transition over to what we're doing. Uh, but if you're brand new and you're you're thinking, oh my goodness, I'm getting into this thing. And there's so many numbers I have to think of and all these bills and all these companies I have to pay. And, you know, it is very stressful. I'll give you that. You know, the first uh, couple of weeks there when you're purchasing the, purchasing the home and you got to get signed up with your electric company and your water company and um, trying to get all the, uh, the the documents and addresses in order and all that kind of thing. Um, uh, we, we feel your pain. Uh, of course, we can help you with that stuff and hold your hand uh, for the most part. But long story short, um, you know, it's really going to be pretty damn close to the house you live in if they're about the same size. Uh, Wade, I know you had a couple more things there. What were you going to say? Um, so I was going to mention pool cleaning. So one thing to note is your pool is not maintained by the HOA. So being outside the home, someone might consider that. But a pool clean, if you've got like a small hot tub pool like mine, it's like a eight by eight square. <laughs> just sunk yeah, by like the my size house. of two or three hot tubs. Yeah. yeah. They're just little small pools, just like splash pools. Um, 
And then a traditional normal size, you know, 10, 15,000 gallon pool. Um, they can range also as well for around 75, 80 bucks to 150 bucks. I will say pool maintenance here. You're not really paying for someone to come by and clean your pool on a weekly basis. You're paying for weekly chemical checks and you're paying for just inspections of the pool equipment so that you never have an issue with your guest. So it's more preventative maintenance is what you're paying for because everything's screened in and that kind of stuff. Absolutely. Um, you, you had a little chart there uh, for uh, price per square foot, basically for electric bills. Um, uh, you want to go over that real quick, uh, Wade? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, a lot of people don't really know what to budget because we have such big varying ranges and sizes in homes, like 800 square feet all the way up to, you know, 6,000 square feet in some cases. Um, so when we charted a lot of our, our expenses here, I would say, Hey, there's a range of size that you should, should go through and charge a dollar for the number of square feet inside your home. So personally, I run around 30 to 40 bucks per 500 square feet. So if I've got a 2000 square foot home, my electric bill is probably going to be about 200 bucks. Um, now, it could be a little bit less than that, a little bit more than that, especially depending on the time of year. But 30 to 40 bucks per 500 square feet is a good dollar to hang around. Um, a water bill is going to be about $30 per room. So if I've got a four bedroom, mm. it's going to be about $120 and it can be a little bit more if you've got a pool. So a pool might be 120, 150 bucks, maybe another few dollars in there just because you're having to refill your pool. But I usually see those are two general good ranges to kind of stick between. Mm. Yeah. Great numbers. Great, great uh, info there. This is a topic that's rather difficult for me because, uh, it doesn't really work in my brain, quite frankly. I, I don't really think about it this way. I just kind of scratch on a yellow pad and say, okay, how much can we do versus how much it's going to cost yeah. me? And if it makes more than it's going to cost me, then I let it rip, you know? But I understand for a noob uh, how difficult that can be. Um, let's talk briefly about insurance. We'll cover that heavily in a, in a future podcast. But uh, what can I expect? Uh, uh, obviously, Florida's got a bad reputation for uh, insurance prices, but uh, just a brief uh, overview there. Um, I would say insurance really depends on the type of home. So if you've got a townhouse, your insurance is going to be cheaper because they take care of the exterior, right? So they're they're insuring your roof and that kind of stuff. So you have what's called an HO3 policy. And then single family is just going to be traditional single family investment property uh, insurance. I would say on the higher end of things, if you're insuring a really large home, eight plus bedrooms, probably going to be if it's newer, four to five thousand bucks a year. Um, so not maybe as bad as what you might see on the coast. And then if you've got a townhouse on the smaller end, three to five bedrooms, you're probably going to be on the two thousand to three thousand range. Um, so still not cheap, not not incredibly cheap, but what's causing it to be so expensive is the wind and hail insurance that we're starting to have to have here, um, just because insurance companies are requiring it for for insuring your home. Yeah, well, um, we all- And that can run the whole gamut though, because those are just like maybe today prices, and it also depends yeah. on your insurance company, what you shop around, shop around, it depends on you. There's I so had, many varying uh, factors in that. I, 
I've had, so those are also just general numbers. Oh man, I had someone with a six bedroom and sure their six bed for like 1200 bucks. I was like, oh, I'm so jealous. It was half the price of my townhouse. Um, but the home was also brand spanking new. So <laughs> newness yeah, That's really another thing out. when you're looking at is a newer home. The, the the age of the roof is going to be a de facto and stuff. So if insurance is a concern, look for the newer homes. I say within like 15 years mm-hmm. and you're going to get better rates on your insurance. Love it. Love it. Well, here at the short-term shop, we are happy to help. Um, my thing again with the expenses is don't let it drive you nuts. You know, you just sit and you try and figure out, okay, um, here's what, again, profit versus loss, right? It's how much is it going to bring in versus how much it's going to cost. And uh, it really shouldn't be that uh, too terrible of an equation, although it is very scary because there's no lease. That's another thing in short term. You know, um, there's no lease. So in long-term rental, it's all very kind of cut and dry. Uh, Here's how much is coming in every month. And of course, when that tenant moves out, we can fix it up. We can raise the rent. Here's what's going to come in for the next year after that. With this, it's got 365 nights a year where it's going to be a different number. So the expense wise though, and I found that my, I've had insurances that have actually lowered when they found out it was a short-term rental because they said it's constantly being checked on. It's constantly mm-hmm. being cleaned. Maintenance is always being. So with a long-term rental, you may have a leaky toilet for eight months that they don't want you in there to look at. They don't want the landlord in there, whichever. So, but your, your short-term rental guests, they're telling you instantly, this is happening. This is happening. So things that the house can be better maintained when it's a short-term rental. It's being cleaned That's every couple plus. days. Across yeah, the board exactly. yeah. for short yeah. term. My insurance you know? went down when they found out it was a short-term rental. They appreciate you know, People that. say, oh, how am I supposed to manage this thing from a distance? I can't do that. It's scary. I can't. Well, dude, you got somebody that works for you in the house a couple times a week, you know? Yeah. So yeah. now with a long-term rental, sometimes we don't go in that house for two years. So you have no idea how many holes are going to be in the wall, you know? And I love them. I'm not trying to crap on them. I absolutely love my long-terms. They're the greatest thing. Um, and they just chug along, but- Man, these short terms are so much sexier. Uh, well, we're uh, n- next episode. We're going to talk about building your team. How do you how do you make it happen? If you are interested in buying a, a vacation home in the Disney market, how do we even go about doing that? How who do I call to help me with that? And we're going to talk about that in the next episode of the Orlando uh, special episodes short term show. I'm Luke on behalf of Holly and Wade and the entire short term shop. We love you. And uh, we'll see you soon. Thanks, guys.